Hey you grinders, my name is Jay Anderson and you're listening to another episode of Oak Performance Radio. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Oak Performance Radio. I'm your host, Adam Lane. If you're new to the show, our goal here is to create some content, some fantastic content for athletes, parents, and coaches. We tell stories, have laughs, and we go into everything that is the end game of athletic performance, helping athletes achieve their optimal performance and be the best that they can possibly be. Enjoy the show. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Oak Performance Radio. I'm your host, Adam Lane. With me, riding shotgun, Coach Matt Mulvana. Hello. Matt, thanks for taking the time. Yes, absolutely. Special guest, returning guest, the first two-time returning guest here at Oak Performance Radio, Mr. Jay Anderson. I'm proud to be back. Jay, thanks for coming. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for taking the time. This is a big deal, Jay. Not <laughs> once, but now twice. I feel like you need a trophy. You do. <laughs> I would love a trophy. I'll, we'll work on that. All right. See what we can come up with. If you could mail me one, though. At least... We'll at least make an Instagram post. I, that, that I can yeah. guarantee. Much appreciate. <laughs> we'll see where that goes. Jay, um, for pe- people who don't know you, g- just give some catch up here on on you and what you've done and what you're trying to do right now. Um, <laughs> so, I'm a baseball player. I'm currently at the University of Kansas. Uh, tried to walk on there. I made the team, but would have been kind of reserved mm-hmm. to a special role yeah. and probably wasn't going to see much time on the field. I had a lot on the plate for academics. Now so. this is going into going into the fall of 2020. Yeah, going into the fall <laughs> of 2020, I showed up to the <laughs> University of Kansas. Uh, baseball team wasn't even aware of that I existed, okay. and uh, you know I moved in. My dorm was right across the street from the baseball field on campus. And way to organize that. Yeah, <laughs> I I might have done that on purpose, <laughs> and I just couldn't bear the fact just looking across the road and seeing that all the time and yeah. I was like I gotta I gotta make a phone call and I called up coach Price and I said do you guys need a bullpen catcher and he goes right now with the COVID situation we're kind of struggling guys are falling left and right with it you know we're gonna need you so showed up kind of turned into more of a walk-on tryout eventually you know they rostered me I was on the team okay and then uh it came down to it and you know, we had to sit down, we had a conversation, and it was going to look more like I was going to stay in that role of bullpen catcher, you know, limited innings, if not any, mm-hmm. for an entire season. And being there on an academic scholarship, I have to get 30 credit hours total Got for it. the entire year. In, okay. So I have... So two 15 semester, or 15 credit loads. Yeah. And 15 so, credit semester loads. And which is a good amount. Can yeah. I say that? Okay. That's that's quite a few. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, coming out of high school don't realize that even a 12, 12 to 15 credit semester mm-hmm. year is, I mean, just semester yeah. is a lot, you know, f- Especially doing four all the five, baseball stuff on top of it. Four or five classes as an athlete is extremely tough, especially mm-hmm. during in-season. Yeah. And, uh... You know, I decided that it would be best that I would put baseball on the back burner again and, you know, kind of just sit back on the season, play summer ball, prove that, you know, I can compete at that level and uh, come back and be on the team next year. Where, 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 where's summer ball going to be? Oh, uh, well, hopefully right now the rivets. Okay. But if that doesn't happen, I got a couple of leagues lined up i have one league called the kansas baseball collegiate league out in kansas uh i'm trying to get in the talks with the expedition league which is a larger league out in the midwest area 
okay. not really Illinois Midwest, like our area. Mm-hmm. So it'd be uh west of the Mississippi gotcha. Midwest. And then there's uh, another league down in like the Missouri, Kansas, Arkansas area that just the name slips my mind right now. I don't think people realize how many leagues are in baseball. Yeah. Oh yeah, for from just and how many like even if you look at the majors, right? It's not just single A. Yeah. <laughs> there's leagues under single A. Oh yeah. I mean it's I think when I worked with the Oakland A's organization, I think they had so they had two Arizona leagues. They had a rookie ball team. They had low A, single A, high A, single A, double A, triple A. So that puts them at seven before you even get into the majors. And you're talking 30 guys? Yeah. I mean, you'd sit, you'd sit. Anywhere from twenty eight to yeah. probably thirty five guys, yeah. depending. And I mean, so You're talking re- over two hundred people in the pipeline. Oh yeah, I mean, and I think a lot of people re- don't really realize how many guys, you know, get drafted in the MLB draft. Like over yeah. a thousand players are drafted, and I mean, it's I think it's like forty rounds. Yeah, and it this year was what seven. Yeah, a lot of guys got missed. COVID stuff, right? And everyone gets so excited about, like, the top 50 prospect list for each team. And they don't realize, like, that's, that's like, 2% of your minor league system. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> I mean, guys get lost really quick. Because, yeah. you know, those top 50 prospects mm-hmm. might show up. And a lot of those guys go, like, directly into double A. Obviously, they're going to play a season at rookie ball. But yeah. usually they go to high A or double A right away after that. And some of them never make it. And, you know, those guys just disappear and I think I truly believe that the MLB is the hardest league to get to because of how deep yeah, minor leagues that. is. I would yeah. agree with that completely. And I mean, I I can't tell you why the system's set up like that because you know, like the NHL only has two teams below it, so you have the AHL and uh, the ECHL. Yeah, and then I mean, the the NBA only has the G League. Yeah, and then everywhere else. Football has virtually nothing. 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 <laughs> College. Yeah. And other than that, I mean, there's no other league huh. out there. I mean, I, I don't even know if well, there's the another. Well, the XFL. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's going to survive another <laughs> season. I would, say, I would say this. Baseball, out of the professional sports, is probably the easiest one to get into yeah. because of the number of people drafted and the oh, yeah. size of the organizations. But I would say it's the hardest one to advance in. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because right? if you get drafted in the NBA, there's only two rounds. Yeah. There's only 12, 15 people on a team. You're, you're pretty good at basketball. Yeah. You, right? A lot of those guys are cream of the crop. And, yeah. You know, a lot of those, like, success sor- stories of guys who show up and, you know, make a tryout for the G League team. Like, you know, most of those guys never make it out. Yeah. Like, there was a guy from – it is solely because, you know – Guys don't get hurt that often in the NBA, and usually when they do, the bench is already deep enough where they're like, all right, we don't need to pull anybody up from the G League anyways. So, but I'm trying to think. I don't know. Baseball, just old America's pastime. We just, is it, do you think it's just a business piece? You think they're just making, they're making, I mean, not they're making millions, but like off the the low A ball, but like it's something, you know, to, I, I mean, the snappers are building a nice new brand new stadium, you know, yeah. a couple miles north. And well, that's 
that's because the lady who bought them saved them. So the new lady that bought them is the reason that's all happening. Because there were talks for a while. Who bought them? It's she's the richest lady in Beloit. She's oh, it's that oh um, can't think of her name. You don't know who I'm she's she's revitalizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beloit what the heck's her name? I don't know. She owns ABC. I can't tell you the the station. The ABC. No, the um. <laughs> Did I see on my TV? No, no. Uh, the um. Gosh, you guys keep talking. I'm gonna Google this. <laughs> yeah, no. So, keep going. Jay. But she's 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 the whole reason even that team's gonna exist anymore. Because there were talks for a while that, I mean, the uh, so they're a part of the Midwest. It's not the Midwest League, is it? She owns ABC Supply, oh, um, Diane Hendricks. Okay. There we go. Yeah. The, I, think, I think that's the Midwest League or something. That, I don't know what they call it now. I can't think of it. But Beloit, there was like three, four teams yeah. in talks that were going to fold because it – they, you know, the A's at the time who owned Beloit were like, it doesn't make sense for us yeah. to have this many, you know, in a row. And so what actually happened was Beloit Snappers fell out of affiliation with the Oakland Athletics. Oakland moved their single A minor league team to, they moved it to Stockton in California. And then they, and then who came in was the Marlins, and now that's Beloit's major league affiliate, and Beloit's going to become... Oh, I didn't know that. Rumor has it the winning team name was like the Polka Pike. And that's amazing. I, I love minor league team mm-hmm. names. That, I, that's something that... It's no longer good. the Snappers. No. Oh, I love their little mascot. Uh, the Snappy. Yeah. yeah. Wait till you see the Polka Pike. Yeah. <laughs> Look out. I mean, great name. I, yeah. I kind of like it because a lot of people don't realize that, you know, Pike have polka dots on it. But <laughs> minor league minor league baseball team names yeah. is something that just is amazing. amazing. Yeah. It's just so great. many good ones. I, I remember we used to buy the hats back in the day. Like oh, we'd yeah. buy the goofiest, funniest hats that we could be like, we, nobody would knew what, knew what team was what. No. What is that? There's like the trash pandas. <laughs> There's, I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they're minor league or semi-pro or collegiate. But you have uh, like the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, yeah. what, what the Flying it? Squirrels. Yeah, there's a there's a collegiate league team called the Savannah Bananas, and yeah. their uniforms are all yellow. <laughs> what is a trash panda? That's not uh, a, it's name a raccoon. For a raccoon. <laughs> trash panda. Trash panda. <laughs> the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Okay. Yeah. Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> trash panda. Okay. Didn't. Yep. Okay. Things I didn't know. Yeah. Did not know. <laughs> so Jay, what's the, um, so I mean, so this is a rough year to walk on and like try to yeah. kind of drive it. So, um, going back to Kansas here in a few days, gonna train, stay healthy, keep, yeah, you know, try to keep on your A game, baseball wise, stuff like that. Come summer, play somewhere, yeah, and then with the idea of getting back and and you know, is is it how does the walk on thing like tryout thing? The, how so. Does, this year was obviously different, and I put myself in an interesting position because when I first called Coach Price, I was I you know I go, do you guys need a bullpen catcher? Fully, fully, you know, meaning I'm going to show up, and after two weeks of me being there, proving that I can do what I yeah. need to do, I am going to tell you that I'm walking on. Yeah. And uh, 
normally. So you didn't do that before then. Mm-mm. Did you? But you knew you were. You knew you wanted to play. Yeah, I mean, I I knew when I went down there that the goal was to play. Okay. That you know, at some point, I wanted to walk on, but at the same time, you know, I went down there because you know baseball fell out at Elgin because of COVID, and I was like, you know. <laughs> What do I? What do I really? What am I really gonna do here? Because yeah. you know, at some time you have to look yourself up and down and be yeah. like, baseball is. You know, are, am I really gonna get drafted? And if I get drafted, what am I gonna really make? Because yeah. you know, I'm. Another thing a lot of people don't realize is after like the seventh round, seventh eighth round, most guys don't make a signing bonus over ten thousand yeah. dollars. So, you know, like one guy I knew, he uh, his signing bonus was a thousand dollars and he ended up spending that on his ex-girlfriend bailing her out of jail <laughs> he didn't make it it's a sad no, he, he, he didn't he didn't get any of that money ah, he nice. it went straight to charity <laughs> <laughs> so uh it's a uh, sad thing Man. so you know i know i know what i'm down there to do granted you know the dream is to play college baseball mm-hmm. and you know I'm going to, you know, as long as I am in college, as long as I'm eligible, you know, why not? I yeah. I told Price, I said, you know, I come back next year at walk-on tryouts and you tell me to go home. I realize, mm-hmm. I hope you realize that I'm just going to knock on your door mm-hmm. and be like, hey, you need a bullpen catcher yeah. again? And then I'm not going to go away because, yeah. you know, I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to take no for an answer until it's officially like, no, Jay, you literally can't come back and do this. Yeah. So, you know. So, so lo- you looking at them because, again, Jay, you're not you're not new to this. You're a very cerebral athlete. You understand the game. You understand the training. You know the the, the working out in the weight room and that that piece. And you know you're insanely driven with that whole piece. Looking at those guys and how they play, and reflecting on yourself and and how you play. Are there specific things that you know you need to get better at in order to kind of make that step? I mean, one hundred percent. Because you know a lot of I mean. These guys are Power Five Division One baseball, which for people who don't understand, so in in college in the Division One level, you have the Power Five conferences, which are the top five conferences that get the best of the best recruits per se. Because you know there's good, there's there's teams that aren't in the Power Five that are absolutely dominant yeah. in baseball, basketball, and all that. Yeah. Especially baseball, though. Yeah, one hundred percent, and basketball, yeah. like Gonzaga and teams well, like that. Yeah, but there's there's like. Juco schools. Oh yeah, they send players to the major league draft yeah. and they get yeah. drafted like, like two or three. There's uh, there's guys from on Kansas that we're talking about their Juco teams and saying that you know our their Juco could compete with yeah. Kansas and that's and it's the funny thing is that's 100 percent true because yeah, Juco's play pick up a lot of guys who you know didn't have the grades to go D one. And had the athletics, you know, the kids that sadly had the one eight two O GPA in high school and weren't like, I'm not gonna go D two, D three, I'm mm-hmm. gonna go to a JUCO. And, you know, you you see guys in JUCO that throw ninety five, ninety six yeah. for seven, eight innings and just are just dominant on the mound and everybody's like, Why aren't they D one? Well, maybe they didn't get it done yeah. in the in in the classroom or yeah. maybe they're like, I just want the fast track to the pros because you know unless you get drafted out of high school the fastest way to the pros is is juco even really yeah Yeah. because so when you play division one baseball or any of the division baseballs any level Mm -hmm. 
of college baseball that I'm aware of, you have to play three years before you become draft eligible. So you can get drafted out of high school. You have to play three years. Have to. It's have to. It's kind of like college football. Okay. I want to say have to. I can't guarantee it. If you're redshirted, that counts. Yeah. Right? So you can be a redshirt sophomore, and that would count as your third year. Yeah. Yeah. So they're – so usually – so if you don't get drafted out of high school, you're going to play three years of baseball. So your junior year, like in high school, for college baseball is the biggest year of, you know, recruitment. You know, we every every big program has scout days. Like I was there for our scout days, and I mean, guys were just getting jacked. You know, these you know we had guys who you know waited all their lives for this. You know, we had catchers who were throwing their best pop times of like one eight two, one eight flat. You know, these guys just absolutely letting it fly. Really quick, let's define a pop time. Oh my <laughs> bad, my bad. So pop time is your throw down to. First, second, and third. So the fastest you can get the ball from your glove to the second baseman if you're going to second. Gotcha. And so a fast pop. One, eight, two, you said. Is incredibly fast. Gotcha. So what one can eight, you do? Well, I can, I can do like one, nine. Okay. One, nine, like five. Okay. I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, your average MLB catcher is sitting like one nine flat. There's okay. guys, there's guys like JT Rumuto, thank yeah. you, <laughs> who can who throw the ball on a throwdown at ninety two miles an hour and yeah. could get it down there at like one three. Wow, one, I'm not one three one eight three. Okay. My bad. Yeah, and that's in game. You know, okay. in game situation, it's always going to be just yeah. a tad bit slower. Yeah. And so you got a batter and thing. Yeah, yeah. and. And by one one point eight three, I'm talking to second, yeah. which is like the big statistic because obviously to first and to third is going to be much quicker than yeah. that. That's going to mm-hmm. that's sub that for a lot of guys that's sub a second. Mm. So, um, but and then we also had you know for that scout day we had, you know we had sh- a shortstop who was a freshman, but he was just they were just letting the freshman put in work too, yeah. who was throwing ninety three across the field. <laughs> And we had <laughs> and we had pitchers, you know. We had guys like Everett Hazelwood, which is a dog. He's just an absolute mm-hmm. dog. And Jake Adams, and Jonah Ulane, just absolutely lighting up the radar, mm-hmm. sitting like ninety five, ninety six, and just letting it all yeah. go. And I mean, these guys waited their whole lives for this moment. Yeah. And you know, these guys are gonna, those guys are gonna eat it up in the Big Twelve this year. They're gonna they're gonna let it fly, and they're gonna be the best of the best. So, I mean, junior year for these guys was huge. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think another big thing for them, another blessing in disguise was they got another year because of COVID. Uh, yeah. So they got that extra year of training. Yeah. Granted, I knowing a lot of these guys who are ready to go and ready, you know, who are going to get drafted, you know, they don't want to be there any longer because yeah. who would, yeah. you know, when – you're missing out on dollars and mm-hmm. you know, a lot of these, I actually, I'm pretty sure all organizations, if they draft you as a junior, they'll pay off for your senior year. So they'll send you to school and let you finish your degree for free. Oh, so, you nice. know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and a lot of, I mean, those guys, I'm sure those guys don't want to leave because college baseball is great. Mm-hmm. It's a great atmosphere, especially at that, at this level that we play at a lot of big stadiums, a lot of, you know, a lot of, 
loud crowds mm-hmm. and good times with the guys. And, you know, it's, it's hard because when I was at Beloit, you know, I met guys who played in the SEC where your average crowd was like 8,000 people per game. <laughs> and they're up in Beloit, Wisconsin, where you're lucky if we have 200 people at the game. <laughs> and so, you know, it's it sucks because those minor league teams, some of them, like Beloit, don't have that, like, amenities that yeah. these guys are so used to. Because those SEC schools have, you know, program, I don't know, I don't Facilities, my bad. They have facilities that rival even major league stuff. Like they're they got the football money. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those and yeah. it all pays off towards everything yeah. from football. So what? Are, what are you? What are you? I'm going back to my original question. What are you working on? What do you think you know that you have to? Like this is you know, I, I'm watching Kansas current catchers. This is what they do. They're pretty stinking good. I need to get better at blank, blank, and blank. Oh, so. Like, is it a baseball thing? Is it a fitness thing? Is it a it's a little bit? It's a little bit of speed everything. Speed thing. So, well, I clump in the speed with fitness. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I need my footwork is definitely on a lower level than theirs. Okay, and you know, footwork behind the plate, footwork all around. I'm just not. Wise. I'm just not that fast as a guy. So okay. I kind of need, you know, as a catcher, you do need to be quick on your feet, yeah. and you know. It would be nicer if I could swipe a couple of bags here and there. So, you know, that's one thing that I really, when I came back, was working on leg strength. Mm -hmm. Working on when I first got back here was I did a lot of sled pulls, a lot of sled pushes. You know, I was doing a lot of I was doing a lot of cardio that involves Mm -hmm. running, so I could you know get some stamina, get Mm -hmm. going. And so when I go back to Kansas, that'll be a lot of stuff I'll focus on is foot drills and stuff like that. Their arms are better than mine, Mm -hmm. but. I worked all summer on my throwing capabilities and growing my arm strength. And, you know, it used to be when I was at, even my JUCO, my guy's arms were like leaps and bounds better than mine. Mm -hmm. And now it's, you know, I'm right there. Like it's, you know, it's, I'm right almost at the top of the hill and I'm about to look over. Cool. So what do you do for arm strength? What, what's the long toss? Yeah. A lot of long toss, you know, Find a find a throwing program, Jaeger bands, stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, properly stretch out your arm every day. Roll it out. Do what you need to do. Third gun if you have to. Yeah. I don't third gun personally because there's nothing wrong with it. Like I use it on my legs and stuff like mm-hmm. that after a workout. But I don't third gun after a th- after I throw. I just yeah. kind of let my arm yeah. do what it needs to do. Loosen up stuff like that. Talk about how the the lifting piece. Because it's funny. Ask, hey, Jay, how do you throw faster, harder? It's not by – you didn't say bench pressing a billion pounds. You, <laughs> you said long, like actually doing your sport yeah. and like because that's a big deal. Like people get oh, – I want to throw faster. I want to you know, hit a volleyball harder. I want to – you know, and they they have to be careful. Yeah. Especially you, you overhead athletes that like you don't, you don't need shoulder pain. You mm-hmm. don't want shoulder pain. Worst thing in the world. Um, what what upper body stuff do you do and how how do you balance it so it, it positively impacts your your throwing not negatively impacts so your, your throwing so we when we were when i was down in kansas and i started getting the lift with the team and stuff like that after you know i finally told coach i was walking on and all that so uh when i got to lift with the team and our we had a very specific 
weight regiment and stuff mm-hmm. like that from we had our own trainer for our team directed and you know it wasn't like bench press was out of the question mm-hmm. like it was still there you know yeah. but it was very specific you know we don't need you right now in the fall putting up 225 for five reps because yeah. you want to like yeah. no we need you <laughs> no if you're going to be building shoulder strength we need you to still be mobile with it yeah. you know benching the world is great you know uh, overhead pressing the world is great and whatever. But in the, re- in the end of the day, what he really had us focusing on was, you know, lifting weights that would keep our shoulders mobile, mm. lifting weights that would, you know, strengthen up our rotation in our core, lifting weights that really focused on our legs. Mm. Cause a lot of people don't realize that when throwing a baseball, you know, if you're just standing there and you know, you're throwing it back to the pitcher. Yeah. That's all arm. Yeah. But the second you have to make the play from the outfield or across the field, it's legs, it's your core, yeah. it's your shoulder, it's everything. And you know, Baseball is a sport you have to play loose in. You know, you get, you play too, you play tight and it's going to fall apart. You know, guys who play tight in this game fall apart all the time, whether it's hitting or throwing, you know, guys who on the mound who are constantly all tense, you know, those guys can't get it done. You know, you'll see them bouncing fastballs. You see them throwing over the backstop. It's all over the place. And it's just a sport where you have to learn to be loose. Yeah. And, you you know, you can get as strong as you want. You can get as big as you want. But you have to learn how to stay loose in it. Yeah. You know, like Barry Bonds, Mark <laughs> McGuire, and all those guys who were even on steroids. You know. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> steroids? <laughs> but, you know, those guys. I thought it was protein shakes. Sorry, yeah, my protein, fault. <laughs> protein shakes with HGH. <laughs> yeah. The uh, best kind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those guys, even though they were just massive human beings. They still found a way to be loose and still found a way to have a smooth swing that, you know, when they got to the ball and when they got to contact, all of those muscles were going to get the job done because they were loose. You know, a tense swing is a slow swing. I think in, in everything that you just said there, and because I've seen strength coaches go both ways with the, you know, Oh, hey, we're gonna make you know. Be, I, I think specifically of upper body athletes that 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 overhead throw is such a unnatural position. Um, it's taxing. It hurts. There are a lot of shoulder things. Uh, it's a know, violent motion. It's a violent motion. You know, with with all the volleyball that we work with, with all the with all the baseball and stuff that we work with, like it, it's it's a tough motion. Much different than the the softball underhand throw, yeah. which is so much more natural. Um, but but I've seen coaches go both string coaches go both ways. Not care and just get super jacked in the shoulder and everything that you just said. They get tight, you know. They 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 they, they press heavy loads over it and and they have shoulder injury and they're oh shoot, bad luck blah blah. And yeah. I've seen people go the other way and be like oh we're not going to touch the shoulder at all, Da-da, which I think is wrong too. No. So, so to to hit it like like your guy said you know like you just said your guy did like in the way hey we're going to overhead we're not going to do anything stupid or insane we're gonna we're gonna you know press out horizontally we're not going to do anything you know crazy or insane such a logical <laughs> like middle ground you know way in which to, which to keep yourself strong you know yeah. and again it's not only in the shoulder like you said it, it's trunk it's 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 you know the lower body i love watching major league baseball now and just watching their athletes yeah their hips are they have big butts they have big legs they're solid they're athletic um, I think we're past the days of John Cruck, you know, back in the day and just being out of shape. There goes my chance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Babe Ruth, you know, just, you know, back at the, and just, just athletes that like, I don't know, I, 
again, athletes who train the whole body, you know, to be it, it, one. And it's be, it's starting to really become that kind of sport where you're really going to focus on overall strength yeah. and overall flexibility and mobility, yeah. you know, and every sport's really kind of focusing towards that where it's, you're beginning to realize that, wow, you know, in, in football, it was like, yeah, it's, it's all, it's all legs on the line. And then they began to realize like, oh, it's arms too and shoulders and, oh, wait, it's their core. And, oh, wait, like now you actually have to be an athlete yeah. and, you know, they still have that same lineman build, but those guys, I hate to say this, but I think, I think most O line, D line now would shred prior defensive lines yeah. or prior offensive lines. Do you think baseball was the slowest sport to adapt that way? Yeah, one hundred percent. Because you had guys like the issue is you had those enigmas yeah. like Nolan Ryan, who. <laughs> You know, yeah. and guys like that. Like pop belly guy throws 100 miles an hour. <laughs> well, and, and Nolan wasn't, like, out of shape. No, but he looked like a dad. Yeah, kind of. But, <laughs> yeah. like, he wasn't, like, so the tough. worst mm, example so of tough. on the mound. Yeah. But, you know, like him, like Goose Gossage and, time, like, guys of that era yeah. that, Roger you know. Clemens. Yeah, that could go the distance and were like, oh, yeah. And I threw 100, bu- I threw 100 balls in the bullpen before that. And I also threw you know, 50 afterwards to keep my arm going or whatever. And, you know, the issue was, was everybody's like, okay, well, it works for him. So how can we just, why don't we just stick to that? And, you know, the crappy part is, is if you look at how Nolan Ryan's career ended, it ended on the mound with his elbow snapping. The UCL just popped. And, you know, everybody's like, Nolan had this great career, which he did. Nolan had a great career. Like 20 years or something? He played, yeah. he played in three decades, <laughs> yeah. which is nuts. He was probably – he it, actually, I firmly believe this. He was the best pitcher to ever play. And uh, I'd agree with that. Yeah, It's hard to argue with that. And, uh, you know, every, he, he had that great career, but he is an enigma. You know, yeah. and his career ended like so many others mm-hmm. with the same UCL tear. Oh. And, you know – that's where baseball has come a long way because we're like, all right, now everybody who was trying that Nolan Ryan thing or everybody who was really trying to go full games, who was everybody who was really just ramping it up in the bullpen right, you know, before the game from the get-go. Yeah. Now, why, why aren't we having guys who lasted as long as him? Because no one was built like him. He got lucky. He got lucky he had a UCL that lasted him for even 10 seasons. Yeah. Well, and now you got guys that are throwing sliders yeah. that are 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Like, which gosh. the art of actually throwing a pitch with any type of curve. I love baseball when they go to that slow motion on the elbow of the pitchers. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's just all it's wrinkles so and torqued so and cranked. Uh, you weren't doing that then. Mm-mm. People were throwing hard, but they were fastballs. They were straight. Yeah. yeah. They had a little wiggle at the end. And now you got guys that are throwing two foot breakers that are a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. And I, it's also because of technology. Oh yeah. And I, and, and medicine. Cause you know, with Tommy John's surgery coming along as well as it has. And you know, the 
recovery rate from Tommy John's being, I think it's in the 80s, 80s or 90s yeah. percent now, which is absolutely nuts that you can blow out your elbow and come back. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago where that was not the case. No, you, I mean, you blew an elbow, you blew, you tore your UCL, your UCL and you were done. Yeah. It was like, oh man, sorry about that. Get out of here. Yeah. We got another guy that's going to fill your spot tomorrow. But, you know, <sighs> Trainers have picked up on that and said, all right, there's a niche where people are missing this. And we're like, where can we take all the tension off of the elbow and the arm? And they realized, okay, well, if we strengthen the legs and the core, we can create more torque out of the entire body. And now we have guys who can throw as hard as Nolan did for as long as Nolan did without, you know, the elbow problems. 27 years he played. My fault. Not even close. 27 (laughs) years. Three decades. He started in 1966. Played to 93. Yeah. Sweet goodness. <laughs> and he beat up Robin Ventura. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and like, yeah, whatever that was. The early 90s. Yeah. At the age of 40-something. Yeah. He, was, he was an absolute yeah. animal. Um, I'm coming, bringing back to the training thing. How, because um, Kansas is a Sparta Science yeah. partner. Um, did, does the baseball team utilize that? The baseball, the baseball team did not, because okay. uh, their basketball does. I know. had, you know, I had questions about that. I didn't bring it up because, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go up to. <laughs> Don't be the walk on that rocks the. Boat. <laughs> I didn't. I want to be like, hey, you know, we had these plates over here that are like I heard yeah. just amazing. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't know anything about them, but do you guys lift in the same weight room? Yeah, is that the same? Okay, so, so they're right there. Yeah. There's six plates as you walk in. Yeah, you walk. So you walk <laughs> into the weight room. You have your six Sparta plates right there with the com- individual computers. Yeah. And then you have your upstairs uh-huh. uh, tra- not turf area. Turf area kinda, yeah. And then you have all of our uh, weight stations. Gotcha. So, and, you know, we'd be in there at the same time as, like, the soccer team, as the women's soccer team or the women's or men's basketball team. We were in there a lot with the track team, though. Okay. Which... Talk about some athletes, <laughs> like Big Twelve track. Those guys, <laughs> those guys and girls are huge. Yeah. And like, yeah. you know, I've I've seen big legs <laughs> on some on some athletes, mm. and then you see track runners, yeah. and you're like, my yeah. god. Yeah. TV doesn't do justice. No. They're, and they're fast. Trunks. They move fast. Yeah. I mean, they're huge. Yeah. And there's a re- and a lot of and it translate to other sports because a lot of like the best running backs right now in college or in the NFL were all like state track, like Mm -hmm. state track stars and like the hundred meter, 200 meter. And I mean, just nuts. Well, like the quarterbacks are coming up now have that baseball background. Yeah. Right. Patrick Mahomes is a great baseball player. Able to change all the angles on all of his throws. And everyone thinks it's, Oh my gosh, (laughs) Tom Brady was a baseball player. Yeah. Yeah. Craziest thing ever. Yeah. Well, he just played shortstop. Yeah. <laughs> it's a multi sport athlete. Yeah, he could all. turn too with no, no yeah. problem uh, <laughs> dropping down. <laughs> now he's just doing it with the football. Yeah. Gosh, oh, God. That's fun. So, Jay, you got. Um, this, I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes with you because this, this is not the traditional college, um, you know, just sign with a team and go and did it like you, you have to fight yeah you know every inch that you get you're not being given anything here you know that's um you, you know you got to work i mean you guys just straight up work and, yeah. and and i'm excited to see really what happens over the next and again with everything corona throwing wrenches into systems and and, and stuff like that um but you're not letting that 
throw you off. You're just like, well, keep keep going too. Because I'm curious to see too what what other guys are are doing. Like we're all experienced this whole this whole you know crappy pandemic thing, yeah. and there there are people who are going to you know just kind of coward and be oh bad luck and sit in their dorm room and TikTok, and, and yeah. then there are going to be other people that say you know hey forget this, I'm going to go I'm going to go bank some weights, I'm going to go hit sprints, I'm going to go play some long toss, and I'm going to get better. And I, I think you're going to see that the hardworking people rise to the top and the yeah. less than that rise to the bottom and rise to the bottom. <laughs> Fall. I mean, Fall sure. to the bottom. There we go. That's yeah, the right better word. You know, as – I mean, but it's been like this from the get-go, even without Corona, because there's always been guys who, you know, who showed up with, you know, their last name meaning nothing – no one knew who they were yeah. on campus. You know, guys showed up to tryouts and just, you know, they got no callback. They didn't hear anything back, and they said, "Okay, what can I, what can I do?" Because you know, if you really actually wanted something, if you really wanted to be a part of the team, if you really wanted to, you know, play Division One sports, even Division Two, D three college sports all around, you know, you have to learn that you got to be able to take no. And turn it into something else. Because, you know, a lot of people don't realize in the recruitment process, even before you have any offers, you're going to send out a lot of emails, make a lot of phone calls that are going to get put to voicemail. And you're not going (laughs) to get any responses for those emails. And you're going to go to a lot of, you know, you're going to go to a lot of showcases and you're going to go to a lot of tournaments and you're going to see a lot of scouts out there. You're going to see scouts talking to your friends. You're going to see scouts talking to, you know, other the other team, even though you think you outplayed them and all that. <laughs> and, you know, that's just something you have to deal with. Yeah. It's going to hit the ego. Yeah. People who have been the best on the best of their team, you know, in middle school and in yeah. high school. And now all of a sudden. I mean, they're, you're just, you just have to understand that, you know, there's guys out there that are better than you. Yeah. And that <laughs> another thing that a lot of people don't realize is there's now guys who are younger than you that are better than you. Cause you know, yeah. in high school, sometimes those senior dynamics, you know, the upperclassmen get to play regardless. Cause you know, small town or whatever, yeah. you know, you have that one freshman or that one sophomore that is good enough to play at that level with you guys or whatever. But you know, you're going to get, you're going to get to college and there's going to be freshmen yeah. that are better than just about everybody on the team. Yeah. And you're going to get to college and there's going to be a sophomore that's better than everybody on the team. And you're going to get to college and there's going to be a senior there that's going to do something that you didn't even know was possible <laughs> because they've been in at, let's say, at the Kansas level, at the yeah. Division One level for four years now. And they've seen it all. Yeah. And those guys, you know are just different animals at that point. And you're a wide-eyed freshman coming in and you're, you see everything like, Ooh, I have a 2000 seat stadium (laughs) and I have a locker with my name on it and I have bright new uniforms and I get a free glove, you know, free bats (laughs) and all this stuff. And he's over there like, I'm going to make you cry in the first two weeks of you being here because you're not going to get a single hit in any of the scrimmages. And you're going to be like, why am I here? And that's just that's just the reality, because those guys just, you know, they've seen it all. They've yeah. seen three years of freshmen before you come in, and every year is the same thing. There's always going to be, there's always the wide-eyed freshmen that come in, and there's always, you know, 
I think the true job of seniors and coaches are to knock them down just a little bit. Cause like, you're like, you know, I have a D one offer. I'm playing division one baseball. I'm playing a division one sport. You know, I am, I'm a big deal. I'm a big deal. (laughs) You know, I'm an athlete. I'm walking around on campus with my, you know, with athletic apparel and you know, those coaches are going to get in your face Mm -hmm. and they're going to tell you like, you're, you're messing everything up, you know, and they don't accept it because you're a division one athlete. So you're going to carry yourself like a division one athlete. You better play like it. And you're going to get told when you're not. So yeah. it's the coach's job on the line. Yeah. Like it, at the, especially at the division one level. Yeah. Like it's, if you're not successful as a coach, you don't have a job anymore. Yeah. Those guys like that's, that's where the money comes from. Yeah. That's their job. You, you do not mess with a coach's job or the coach will see to it that you don't have a position. Yeah. You will not play. Or you will be cut or trans. You know you're going to put yourself in the transfer portal, and you're not going to hurt his feelings because yeah. he doesn't care because that's his <laughs> livelihood. You know, yeah. his name is attached to that team. His name is attached to the program. His name is attached to the school. When you look up, you know, achievements for University of Kansas baseball coach, Coach Price. You know, yeah. Rich Price's name is going to po- pop up. You better not have anything <laughs> on there that you know detracts from it yeah. you know so and that goes for any sport yeah college basketball football football especially yeah. you know those guys those coaches are making millions yeah. of dollars and you know your team comes out and you put out a losing season at a winning school yeah that guy's gonna get get, get canned and he he's not gonna take that chance he'll cut you or yeah. he's gonna bring in a recruiting class that's gonna fix the problem play right over you yeah 100 yeah. percent well, Jay, I appreciate you. We have a hard stop here, at, you know, now actually, but um, I appreciate you taking the time again. Um, I, I'm curious to again get you back on again here, and you know, the summer or something of the sort. Um, again, just to kind of follow this, you know, and 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 how this is going because this is you're you're kind of untraditional with this with this route, especially. It's not like you're trying to walk on at you know some small D three you know school and continue to live your you know baseball dream, but like you're Big Twelve Division One. Like you have a high standard here, and and you're attacking it, you know, with all the ferocity of, you know, Rudy, um, one of my favorite movies, yeah, by the way, movie. great movie, uh, you know, and and w- which I think is just absolutely fantastic. So congratulations, bud. Keep doing what you're doing. Awesome. Um, yeah, and we'll 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 definitely get you back on the show. And let me, let me tell you, by that point, we'll have a trophy for the you know, <laughs> for for the third time. For the third absolutely. time. Oh, okay. we'll we'll have to do it like. Month check in, oh. like so. I'll be back in five months. Okay, so we'll do a five month okay. check in, and then right before I go back off. We'll so June, we're talking. Is yeah. that what we're talking? Okay, May June. Hopefully, we'll, hopefully I'll be playing baseball somewhere, and we'll have a cool. we'll have a podcast then, and then hopefully right we still have this podcast. So I mean, I don't, <laughs> we'll just have to make it come we'll back just, just for have to make sure both things are happening. Yeah. The track tracking <laughs> Jay's interesting path yeah. of baseball. Yeah, very cool. Uh, Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next one.